Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. It is a good morning indeed. We are picking up with day eight of our Confessions of God's People that happen to be stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. y'all, and uh, which is a fictional letter based off scripture, and it's been so fun to read so far. There's a link to the devotional in the description of this podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and Tori's going to pick it with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, and it says this, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. The devotional is titled, Confessions of a Waiting Comedian, Sarah. She writes, Lord, it's me again, the funny lady. Oh, I know I live to make light of everything and joke around, but I use that to cover up the pain of waiting. So I keep everyone laughing, smiling, joking around, and no one will feel sorry for me. Abraham has a sense of humor. When I got the news I would have a baby, he fell on his face and laughed hysterically. I haven't seen him do that in quite a while. All this humor can get me into trouble, though. When you hide a secret for so long, lying becomes second nature. When they asked me if I laughed, I lied. I admit it. I still have a hard time believing I could get pregnant now. Do you know what you need to do to get pregnant? Need I go on? I am no spring chicken, honey, and Abraham's no rooster. Ho, ho. It seems like a cruel joke, even for the queen of jokes. Lord, I'm trying to keep my spirits up, but I have lost hope and faith that anything will happen in all the waiting and the seasons that have gone. Oh, I'm waiting all right. Waiting to die. (laughs) Last week, we picked out tombstones, and now you want me to pick out baby blankets? Chuckle. Oh, it's just too much. Love, the still waiting comedian. The Lord writes, My daughter Sarah, you know why I call you Sarah, right? Sarah means princess. I love your humor. I love the way your laughter sounds like bells pealing, and everyone can't help but laugh when you laugh. It's contagious. But you have lived with unhappiness in your life. Everyone deals with sorrows differently. I want you to bring your hurts and questions to me. You don't have to carry those alone. You don't have to be the loudest or funniest person in the room to be loved. There is always room for you. And I want you whether you are happy or sad or funny or serious, silly or thoughtful. There is a time for everything. I gave you all of your emotions to feel through things. You must have been so confused when Abraham said you would have descendants as numerous as the stars. He's right. I said that. And when I make a promise, I never break that promise. I have made a covenant with Abraham that includes you too. My covenant is a promise to be your God, and I will keep up my end of the deal no matter if you break yours. I still love you when you lie or doubt. And I will still keep my promise. I will never leave you or forsake you. Keep your eyes fixed on me, and I will give you those deep desires of your heart. Love your Heavenly Father. Yeah, I also love the way this one ends. Keep your eyes fixed on me. 
mm-hmm. because I feel like when we keep our eyes on the situation, mm-hmm. on the stress, on the thing yeah. we're waiting for, on the thing we're hoping to happen, on whatever, yeah, we're putting all of our energy and focus on it, and that's all we can think about. Yeah, but imagine if we just continue to look at God and think about God. Right, that's all we're going to be able to think about is God. Yeah, and it's just like it seems like such a simple thing that's not so easy. Yeah, because we are constantly bombarded with access to feel jealousy to feel mm-hmm. envy to feel pity to feel empty to feel yeah. less than yeah because you mean hop on everyone knows this you hop on social media for five minutes and you can feel like wow i suck at life and everyone else is in europe on a boat but me right like what is happening why not me and but that's us taking our eyes off of god mm-hmm. and putting our eyes on the world yeah. And I do think the enemy will absolutely use ploys like that. But yeah. there's another thing I wanted to talk about is that I love how the author talked about how Sarah was hiding her her sorrow mm-hmm. inside of humor. And yeah. I do, everyone has different coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And that's that's normal. We all cope differently. However, when the author was writing as if God was saying this and saying, you, by the way, you don't need to do that. You don't need to light up every room for everyone. And it made me feel like, okay, I do that. I Mm -hmm. struggle because if I feel down, what I'm really feeling is I don't feel like God's coming through for me. So I'm feeling unloved. Even though I'm not Mm -hmm. admitting it, that's what's really deep down happening. Mm -hmm. And so you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go earn some love somewhere. I'm going to go tell a joke. I'm going to go post a photo. I'm going to go do X, Y, Z. I'm going to go look for affirmation. I'm going to go text 100 people. You know, and, and God's like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. It's like, you're trying to find my love outside of me. You need mm-hmm. to come to me for my love. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is that we have to keep our eyes on him mm-hmm. and our focus will be him and our joy yeah. will come from him. But we can't say my joy comes from the Lord and we never go to him for joy. We're right. going to the world for joy. Yeah. I love that verse that says, bring your request to me with thanksgiving. Ooh. And it's that with Thanksgiving part that I think we so often forget because we're so quick to bring our request to the Lord. We want Mm -hmm. to bring our desires and this is what we're waiting for and this is what we want and this is what we think we quote unquote deserve. But as we bring our request to the Lord, we're supposed to do it with a thankful heart for what he has already done. And so as we shift that mindset and As we bring those things to the Lord, like we are supposed to do, we are supposed to pray about everything and we're supposed to pray in every emotion, just like this devotional said, like the Lord is not scared of your emotions, whether you're sad or happy or down or lonely or frustrated or whatever that might be. God wants you to come to him inside of that. But as we come to him, we also need to be thankful. And so as we go into the presence of the Lord, it's like, okay, God, I am coming to you and I am laying it all out there for you. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm feeling. Here is my heart. Let me pour it out at your feet. But then after we pour our hearts out, we need to thank him for who he is. We need to thank him for what he's done. And it's in that process that I feel like we regain our perspective. We regain our peace. We feel his love because we're drawing closer to him. We're in relation with him as we communicate these things with him. And so I think that it's that 
that element of just remembering that God is who he says he is. And just like this devotional says, he is not a God, God that can lie. So if he has made a promise to you, he will come through on that promise, but it is in his timing. And so we don't want to miss what he's doing right now. Um, we always say that if we're so focused on what he's not doing, then you're going to miss what he is doing. And so I think that that f- thankfulness component is so important in like switching your perspective. Yeah. And, and also just making sure we're not holding God to keep promises that he never made. Oh, totally. You know, there's that quote yeah. that God breaks a hundred percent of the promises that he never made to you. Yes. And so yes. let's not project our desires on God as if he promised us those mm-hmm. either. So good. You ready to pray son out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional. Um, We thank you for the reminder that we aren't alone, that there were so many people in the Bible who felt themselves uh, stuck in the middle of situations, in the middle of waiting, in the middle of frustration and confusion and trying to figure out how they feel, Lord. But we come to you today thankful that we can even come to you, thankful that we have access to your presence, thankful that we get to pray. What an honor that we get to come to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the maker of heaven and earth, Lord. The fact that you are so powerful and yet so personal that you actually care how we feel every single day. Lord, we want to bring our request to you, but we want to do it with a thankful heart, knowing that you have done so much more than we could ever earn or deserve we never we could never earn your love and your devotion and your um salvation god and so we thank you for what you've done and we declare today that what jesus did on the cross is enough for us and i pray that we just sit in that in that alone today um, and let that be the source of our joy that we don't try to fill these voids of um dissatisfaction or discontentment with things of this world, but we only fill those things with you inside of your presence, God. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into God. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Choose. Choose.